Welcome to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all of my international listeners out there. It's been a minute. I truly miss talking to you all out there. This is Teresa E. Keeves, your host for Here's Teresa, broadcasting on the greattalkzone.com internet radio. And I thank you for tuning into my show today. And God bless you all out there. And hallelujah. And thanks to be God that I am up and alive today and that I know who, what, and where I am and what I need to accomplish today. And for that, I am so grateful. I am praying that uh, since I last broadcasted that you and your families are safe and healthy, that your holidays were filled with the spirit of love and giving and sharing and caring and kindness and that you infuse cautious measures during these celebrations and throughout this pandemic. I have a great show lined up for us uh, listeners uh, that's going to be interesting and educational and conversational discussions, along with my guest, mental health therapist Reginald C. Campbell, and business coach and writer Michelle Kubis, both who are friends to the show. They both will be joining us momentarily, and um, but I want to talk to you, my listeners, for for a bit. You know... A lot has happened during, um, you know, since we talked last in our country. And and more importantly, um, we have voted in a new president and vice president, President Joseph Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Congratulations to you both. I am so excited. A historic moment as this vice president is the first woman of color and Asian descent to hold this position. California has been appointed its first Latina congressman to replace Vice President Harris for the Senate seat that she held in California. His name is Alex Padilla, Raphael Warnick, and John Ossoff um, of, Cal- of, sorry, of Georgia has um, taken the Senate seats for that state and were, they were all sworn in by Vice President Harris today. Now, here's a bit of factual history notes uh, from Crystal Hayes of USA Today on January 20th, 2021. And she reported in part that Ossoff, who unseated Republican David Perdue, took his oath using a book of Hebrew scripture. His office at the book was once owned by Rabbi Jacob Rothschild, a civil rights leader who led Atlanta's oldest and most prominent Jewish synagogue, the Temple. The 33-year-old senator is the youngest member of the chamber and the first Jewish person to serve Georgia in the state. Warnock, who unseated Republican Kelly Loeffler, similarly made history. The pastor who served at the historic Ebenezer Baptist Church, where Martin Luther King Jr. served before his assassination, is the first black senator to represent Georgia and the 11th black senator in the U.S. history. Okay. Unfortunately, listeners, we still have the pandemic running rapid in our world and especially in this country. 
As of today, there are a reported death case of 406,024.5 million cases, with California leading with 3.0 million cases and 34,673 deaths. Arizona and North Carolina share the same number of cases, which are 694,000 each. However, Arizona have a higher death rate of 11,584 as compared to North Carolina, who has 8,267. Now, our democracy has been tatted and torn by a multitude of skepticism listeners filled with lies, deceit, and hateful rhetoric, which resulted in an attempt of a coup on the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021, a day that has already been marked in the history as one of the darkest days since the 9-11 attacks in this country. Children are still at the border without being reunited with their parents, a rise in jobless claims spelling out hopelessness and fear among our citizens. You have heard me talk, listeners, about enough is enough and too much stinks. All that I just stated may seem bleak, but I'm here to tell you that we as a country can rise above and rebound from all of the aforementioned. We, the United States of America, are a nation of strength, hope, care, love, and peace. There are ugly things, unfortunately, that this country needs to rectify, and we can do it. 2020 was a year of seemingly bleakness, loss, and devastation. Leslie Gordon, who is a medical researcher, stated that, what do you do when there's nowhere to turn? You drive straight ahead. But how can I do this? Well, positive reinvigoration starts with ourselves by speaking love and hope and faith into your future, your family's future, and believe and declare that God has special favor in your life. Dust off those dreams and goals and re-implement them in your life. Robert Schuler, who's one of my favorite pastors, he was the pastor of the Crystal Cathedral in California. We visited it as often as we could. He would often state listeners in his sermons that tough times never last, but tough people do. And as I often say that nothing lasts forever, but God's love. 2021 and beyond listeners will be better for those who believe it to be. Remembering that Adrian Haslett, who was a dancer, stated, for I am not defined by what has happened in my life. I am a survivor defined by how I lived my life. In the midst of turmoil, such as the turmoil in this country or turmoil in your personal life, know this. There are lessons to be learned. Look for them and learn from them in order to negate the classic saying, history repeats itself. My prayer and my wish for all of you is that I wish you peace, love, clarity, guidance, understanding, and patience. My prayer, my wish is for all you to be safe, to wear your mask, limit your outside movements, 
and practice social distancing. Be cautious, listeners, of your attitude and what you think of yourself and what you say to and about others, remembering that our thoughts are prayers and we are always praying our thoughts are prayers. So be careful what you are saying. Help those who need your assistance with love and kindness. Count your blessings every day. And I pray and I wish you and your family's health in 2021 and beyond. Thank you, listeners, for listening to that. I hope that you have taken it in, and I hope that it will serve you well. I am now going to bring on my guest, um, Michelle Kubis. Uh, Reginald Campbell is going to be joining us um, uh, briefly um, here in about five minutes, but I'm going to bring on Michelle here right now. Good morning, Michelle, and thank you for being a guest on my show, and Happy New Year to you. Yes, good morning, and Happy New Year to you and the listeners, and uh, boy, yesterday was a great day. Oh, it was. It was. Listen. Uplifting, yes, uplifting and filled with hope and a sense of purpose. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, you know, you know, I was just going to say that yesterday in this country, Michelle, we inaugurated a new uh, president, Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. And they are two of highly of the highly, you know, what I refer to as highly intelligent and caring individuals. And, you know, we're all very familiar. They are they are not, you know, um, novice to the world of um, politics and helping people and loving people and caring for people. And um, they are very well-known Democrats, um, Democratic leaders um, in this country. And I'm, you know, and I'm so proud and so happy uh, for this moment um, in history. And, and Michelle, you know, typically I do not have the television on, you know, particularly in the last four years um, you know, um, with so much of uh, the negativity going on. Uh, but yesterday, um, my television, you know, was playing in my house all day. As you know, as yep. you were saying that it was a joyous occasion, I was just so filled with hope and, um, um, you know, uh, invigoration. And I see um, more clearly, speaking of clear clarity and clear-eyed um, for, you know, for this uh, country and for the, the um you know, populace in this country. And um, so, and then, and then plus it was such a historical moment, you know, so did you have all the festivities playing as much as I did, uh, Michelle, yesterday? Well, I, I just was celebrating <laughs> by myself here. <laughs> the same with the TV going the whole day. And uh, the the thing about it, I think what what it did was place down a marker. Mm-hmm. That with all the hectic craziness that went on the, two weeks ago, was that okay? It's like a stopper in bowling. You know, you just mm-hmm. want to stop that, mark the place, and move on. Instead of dwelling and uh, constantly rehashing. And uh, I, I thought Anna Navarro. You know who she is? Oh hmm. God, yes, she, yes. She that's that's one of my She's favorites. A She's a Republican, and uh, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. She was she was talking about the the send off party for you. Who, the, he who shall remain nameless, 
And yes, yeah. um, she said she saw more people at an Apple store <laughs> than <laughs> at the send-off. I thought that was hysterical. That was yeah. I mean, but it was is 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 very ap is is very apropos, Michelle, because it was right. That's and, exactly. And, and yeah, and and um, then he um wanted to have a twenty-one gun salute, you know. And I and I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? What a hypocrite! Really? Are you kidding me? What in the world? Waste of taxpayers' money time media don't cover that i mean it was just a lot of things that 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 went through my head look at air force one's the last time you're going to be um you know riding on that you know start up that trump airplane if you still have it and that's what you and your family uh will be trying oh, no, on from now on and not and 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 not you know the uh, us taxpayers money shelling out millions and millions of uh, of of dollars you know for 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 this and um, I, I I was just uh, so I just felt so um, you know I I always feel blessed and and uh, filled with God's light but I just felt more of it you know because um, it you know oh yeah it just, I felt light um, looking at all the festivities and all the the people that joined in and again this isn't a Republican or Democratic kind of thing this is a humanity thing. We we oh, were yeah. just visited. We were just visited by a demon, and uh, I think you know, get the flit out, as they say, because uh, <clears throat> Jake Tapper made a joke. He said they highly uh, they did a deep clean in the in the White House, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, I think oh, I let, let's they move did. forward and then be kind to each other. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's it's. I listen. He and Kamala took off hitting the ground running yesterday, you know, with Kamala uh, swearing in uh, the senators to Joe Biden uh, signing executive orders to uh, reverse uh, the damaging effects from Trump from the Trump administration. I loved it that um, that footage of of, of that stack of uh, executive orders, Michelle, I I was I was I was, uh, you know, um, it, it was tearful um, as as well that someone would have to come behind someone and rectify so much damage. But we've seen this before, uh, Michelle, um, in our in our country. Right. You know the the mopping up yeah. of um, the mopping up of um, of of our damage that was done. Uh, hold on, just one second. Um, I understand that Reginald is standing by. Good morning, Reginald. Um, Mental health therapist here joining my show. Good morning, Rachel, and thank you for being on. Hey, good morning. How's everyone doing? We're good, we're good doing morning. fantastic. Um, Michelle is um, on as well. Good. We um, have already started talking about uh, the festivities and 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 things of you know that nature that took uh, place yesterday. Uh, such a historical moment. Uh, with Kamala Harris being the first woman of color, Asian descent, to be the vice president, you know, so this just shows you, okay, empirical data, truthfulness, everything else, that things can change and things can be be hopeful and 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 peaceful. I was also telling um, Michelle and my listeners that um, typically I don't have my television on in my house all day anyway, but particularly with the news blaring and 
and in, you know, the last four years, you know, of that. So the, I asked um, uh, Michelle, and I'm now I'm going to ask you the question. So I already know before my, for my listeners, did you um, look at the festivities uh, yesterday? I looked at them till like, I don't know, 11 o'clock uh, at night last night. Did you go that far, original? I did. Uh, but first, I want to say good morning, Michelle. Always good to be on with you. Yes, good morning. And uh, and happy belated New Year as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I did watch everything um, uh, from the from the beginning to the to the end. Um, uh, very very historic. Um, um, I, I I became very emotional with uh, the swearing in of uh, Kamala Harris and and Joe Biden. Um, is you know his, his historical thing with um, you know a woman of color of. Um, South Asian and and black descent, um, and it's 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 time. It's it's time to move on. It's time to you know clean up the mess of the last four years. And um, just amazing how uh, President Biden you know went in right from the right from the get go, you know to start working and start cleaning things up, which is you know what we have to do. Um, you know we don't have time. For yeah. These five or six or eight, um, you know, especially with COVID anyway, you know, with these five or six or eight, ten um, uh, balls and, and parties, you know, um, just, just have to get, yeah, to, get it's, to work and a lot of work needs to be done. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, an, it's you know, I just always thought, you know, that's the... It's so much um, hoopla and fanfare, you know, you're coming in to uh, do a job and, um, you know, don't start right off, you know, spending the taxpayers money on on a bunch of uh, things that that, um, you know, um, it's nice, but does it really matter? OK, so um, but I want to, you know, get get started going here. Um, so President Biden um has always been, you know, one of my favorite um, besides the Kennedy and um, uh, the Clintons and, you know, the Obamas. Now, Biden has always been a caring man, a smart man, a clear eyed man, a decent man, a level headed man and a man of his word. He is one who truly cares about Democrats and Republicans alike. He is not concerned about dem- uh, dis- uh, discrimination and divisiveness. With, you know, with this country's population, but instead his concern is bringing people together to live and work side by side peacefully in spite of having differences. And he spoke to that throughout yesterday uh, festivities, bringing him on as our new commander in chief. President Biden is interested in cooling the high temperatures that are in this country right now, something that has not been a practice in this country's leadership in the last four years. He is truly concerned with moving the entire population, not just some people, one people, but the entire population forward and upward, not stagnating and moving downward. He was a longtime member of the U.S. Senate and as vice president to President Barack Obama for eight years. Now, he was given the task for dealing with the H1 and N1 Uh, virus and the Ebola virus. And when I speak of this, I often get people say, well, I don't remember anything about the H1N1 and the Ebola. I heard a little about it. That's because he took care of the situation head on. 
which he was successful at both tasks that was put on him by his boss, President Barack Obama. And he will do the same thing with this COVID pandemic that has, you know, taken this country by storm. I was telling before you came on, Reginald, I was telling Michelle and my listeners that as of today is 406,000 deaths that are now in this country. It's, it's ridiculous. So, Michelle, uh, let's start with you. I would like to hear your comments on, on what I, I just stated, that, you know, with the 400,000 um, of you know of individuals that that um, have have lost their you know lives here in this country. I mean, it's ridiculous. South Carolina um, right now has the lowest. They have four hundred thousand cases with um, six thousand three hundred twenty-eight deaths. And um, now this country's population as of January 2021 is 331 million. So you do the math. Just do the math. I mean, it's 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 really bad. But I have hope. Your comments, Michelle. What the way I the way I see it is that first of all, President Joe Biden is a man of heart. He's also a man of the people. They said he's the first president to in a long time that hasn't gone to an Ivy League college. And uh, Kamala went to an historic black college. So we're starting off with people that are relative to people. You know, we're not Mm -hmm. talking about any special uh, elevation here. I think his Mm -hmm. biggest job right now, he can't do this alone. He is is winning winning, winning over the population and creating momentum. I think once he does that and she does that, she's going to be instrumental because she's so um, charismatic and so on. I think once that mm-hmm. momentum gets rolling, you're going to see uh, a, a, a real quick turnaround with this once, mm-hmm. once they bring some law and order literally to the situation. This is a logistics issue as a project manager myself. I I mm-hmm. know what to do. I would know what to do, believe it or not. And um, his his chief of staff, Ron Klain, he was actually the czar, as they love to call them, the czar of um, the Ebola crisis. He was appointed, yes. so he's worked, mm-hmm. he's worked with Biden on such cases, literally. So I have great mm-hmm. hope for that. I, I my. Teresa, uh, is the fact that the 74, 75 million people voted for that other person. And those are the people that I'm concerned about. He's, he's another one person. It's these other people that storm the Capitol spike that I find very frightening. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Michelle, you know, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, tick in here before I, I ask Reginald to um, uh, comment. Um, the, 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 there's, there's a lot of things that I have always admired about um, uh, President Biden, and one is is the uh, his ability of the, the his you know t- togetherness that he was. Um, uh, has always been able to do. He's a very well-spoken man, and he genuinely loves people. 
I, I know this because I genuinely love people, you know, and um, and I genuinely love helping people. Um, you spoke about uh, very briefly the 74 million people. You said that those are the ones that um, you are concerned about. And I understand because I'm concerned as well. However, you have to realize that there are people and I speak to this a lot. Um, whether I'm on my program or, or if I'm having a conversation that um, um, allows this to come up, is that people are so disconnected uh, from the source. I also spoke on my program about with um, this um, a demon, as, as you know, you refer to him as, and I agree, uh, that uh, he has allowed them to remove their racist cards out of their back pocket and plaster it on their forehead with seemingly thinking that they were the ones in power and that there was no repercussions and there would be no repercussions. If you've heard him mention this in his, in his uh, childish statements um, that he has made uh, throughout his um, um, unfortunate term. Reginald, let me hear about um, uh, your comments on what uh, was, has been stated. Um, can you repeat the question for for sure? I mean, there, I, I I you know hear everything you guys are saying, but was there a particular question? Uh, or no, just, there, uh, it is no particular question. <laughs> it's just that I would like to hear the comments mm-hmm. on what I just said, what Michelle just said, mm-hmm. and what I said in my opening. You know, she says that you know mm-hmm. she's concerned about the seventy four million people that um, uh, reportedly mm-hmm. voted for him. She commented it on uh, that. Um, um, uh, Biden and Harris are, are are individuals for the people, and that there is going to be a a a, comp- uh, a quick turnaround of the situation. So I, I'd like to hear your comments, so I can get to the next question. Yeah, um, like like Michelle, I'm I'm concerned about the, the people who voted for for uh, the last person that was that was in office because you you know I'm sure all of us know people who voted for him and, you know, we might have known them as being a certain way, you know, some of them are, are intelligent people and you wonder like, why, you know, what, how, how did you do this? Why did, why did you do this? But, um, I think just with the, um, um, the attitude of the incoming administration, the people that president Biden has appointed to positions, uh, will make, a unique turnaround, uh, just just mm-hmm. with the attitude. Um, I was saying yesterday, for me, the atmosphere tended to be cleaner. It was like mm-hmm. okay, it's like ah, okay, you know, we can we can do this. There, there's hope, and let's move forward. So, um, so that's how I see it. You know, let's let's move forward. Uh, he, the last person, has and, and his. Um, followers and his people in his administration have done things. They have to be held accountable for the things that 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 they have done as well. Mm-hmm. So, oh but, yeah, but it's, it's, it's oh ab- the, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely the beginning of a new day. I feel. Oh, ab- absolutely, absolutely, and just to just to show that you know um, um, there is justice. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, there's there's justice uh, that that is in our country that needs to be um, addressed. And this country is doing very good with it, with the arrest. And uh, it's sending a clear and concise message 
to all of those who are thinking that they've gotten away with something or who are who are maybe thinking oh maybe we'll wait and do that there's that there's going to be you know um there's there, there's going to be consequences uh for your actions so now Reginald as I had uh, said earlier that President Biden hit the ground running yesterday and he immediately mm-hmm. went to work for the American people by signing executive orders um, such as mandating mask wearing and social distancing on federal property and interstate commerce and et cetera, support for underserved communities regarding health care, um, put this country um back with rejoining uh, the Paris Climate Accord. He rejoined um, the World Health, uh, well, World, I'm sorry, World Health Organization, um, moratorium on evictions, stopping the construction of the stupid border wall, uh, reversing a travel ban from several large Muslim and African countries, revoking a permit for the Keystone XL oil pipeline. Now, do you agree he had a stack of executive executive orders on his desk? And as I was listening to the news and, and the festivities uh, things um, yesterday, there were varying comments on that. Now, do you agree with some say it was 15, some say 17? I really don't care how many they were as long as they were there and they were being um, uh, signed. Um, so is there do you see anything wrong with him um, running um, out like this, uh, just, you know, with, with wanting to help uh, this country who's in dire need with um, 15, 17 executive orders rescinding what the last person, like Michelle said, who shall be nameless? No, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I actually I, I commend him for doing that because he, you know, hit the ground running Uh Rejoining the WHO is showing the world that listen, we're we're, we're back. We're we're concerned because you know climate change and all of that affects everybody. Um, mm-hmm. What what did pulling out of the WHO do? It it, it didn't do anything. It's just something that should have been done. So rejoining that shows the world um, and other organizations like NATO and all of that that he's going to work on. That hey hey we're back and it's and it's a new day. Um, helping, you know, mm-hmm. starting the um, um, uh, moratorium for, for eviction. You know, that's something as, as well because people, unfortunately, are hurting and they, and they need help. You know, people need yes. help. Um, so, you know, doing this, getting those executive orders out there on day one, I think, was, was great. And it just shows that yes. it's his commitment to what he wants and needs to do for uh, for the people and, and people of this country and just the world in general. Exactly. And this is what I was saying that he, um, you know, um, is is a you know a man of his word. He always has been. I, I love that because as I have often said, we are we are only our word, you know. So uh, now Michelle, January sixth um, will be a day that will be remembered for sure. The insurgents oh, yeah. like were, the in, were, yeah, yeah. The insurgents were in full force with intentions that very much resembled a coup on our government. Extensive property damage was done to the Capitol buildings, to the grounds, and lives were lost. As I look in retrospect, Michelle, I will say that our democracy 
was under attack before the insurrection on January 6, 2021. It just led up to all of this. Do you agree or not, and why? Yes, I agree, but I think it started, this was the last gasp of, it's like when a patient's in the hospital, they get a surge right before they die. This mm-hmm. this is, was the last gasp of the people who are so terrified of how the country is demographically, racially, immigrationally, you name and believe, terrified, and they have been displaced from their pedestal. The fact that they mm-hmm. think they own the country, it's not a matter of owning anything. It's a matter of participating and contributing, but they think they own it. See, that's their mentality. Everything is from a position yes. scarcity. They have to grab mm-hmm. their own and look out. Here it comes. They're going to get theirs. That, but yeah. this, this was percolating when, I don't know if you recall, when the Tea Party first took oh, root yeah. in the Congress. That, mm-hmm. to me, was a turning point. That mm-hmm. these uh, zealots, I, I call them, from uh, all stripes, they just went berserk. And that, was, mm-hmm. to me, was the beginning of the end of this this type of thing. And while what we saw was the the uh, the bursting of of their pustule, if you will, because they're so yeah. terrified of the minority being the majority. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Well, and that they we'll see this. We'll see this is. Yeah, I'm sorry, Michelle. And you know, your voice is going uh, up, up and down. I don't know if it's, um, oh, um, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, but, um, I, yeah, I agree with, with, with what you just said. Uh, but, you know, this is, this is the whole thing, you know, with this fear thing. And also when you invoke separatism into the mix, this is what you get. Reginald, your comments? Uh, you know, people need to uh, uh, understand just, you know, again, we're all, we're all in this together. Um, um, I, I, I do agree with what Michelle was saying about, about the Tea Party. You know, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, I, I, but I, I also think it started, you know, with the um, birtherism and all of that. You know, um, but but people need to understand that that we have more in common than we than we don't have in common. Um, uh, just quickly, during when Dr. King was was writing his book uh, from uh, you know stories from from the Birmingham jail, um, he was speaking with some jail jailers. You know, some of the some of those white men who worked in the jail. He was asking them, you know, how much do you make? You know, how much? You know, what, what is your salary? You know, what, what, what do you have insurance or blah, blah, blah. And, and, and you know, the things that, that these men were telling Dr. King, Dr. King said, you know, you need to be out there marching with us because we have more in common than we, than we, than differences. So, you know, we're all in this together. We're all on this small planet together. We're all here for a short amount, amount of time. Um, as Pastor Joel Olstein, you know, likes to say, you know, none of us should be here and then leave and no one knowing that that we were here. 
you know, what did what did we contribute to our family? What did we contribute to society? And, and what do we contribute to ourselves, you know, with the short amount of time mm-hmm. that we have here? Yeah, the short amount of time that that we are here. Uh, life is very precious. Um, I I do agree. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying about the, the, the tea party. I understood what you said, Reginald, about the birtherism. But I'm even going to take it back to when the boats landed here in this country, that that's when it really started, that those people were coming from a place where they were held in bondage, weren't allowed to do things. They were, uh, they saw separatism and hate and, and, and other things like that. And they brought it right to this country back then. So as I said, I, I understand what you said, uh, Michelle and said what Rachel said, but I'm taking it back to the, what I call the initial inception of all of this. And because of this, um, it, it got out of control where it where where it wasn't from a historical point where it wasn't uh put into um uh, in, put into its place and and abolished let's say it just constantly kept steamrolling 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 however throughout the years um when the uh, constitution um even with the constitution still didn't recognize the 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 uh african slaves that was over here as full um, uh, individuals. So it, so you see, for me, it started, you know, even before um, the Tea Party and and uh, the birtherisms. Although I, I think that those two things just kept adding fuel to the fire of something that has already, uh, uh, you know, was started in this country. And um, my hope is, is that people realize, as I said um, in my uh, beginning monologue, that you know, I talked about God. I talked about. Um, um, the the love and the favor that he has for all of us, but we need to seek seek that seek ye first the kingdom of God. So I, I hopefully that that people will do this. Okay, let's move on. There are a lot of people who are stating that they are not in favor of the vaccine, um, as they are as there are those who are in favor of the vac- vaccine, Michelle. So why do you think the pros and cons are happening in this country? especially now with the numbers so outrageously high, can it be trust issues or perhaps some people are afraid the vaccine are developed quite rapidly as compared to how Jonas Salk uh, as being one of the first to develop the polio vaccine. Just what do you think, um, you know, could be, Contributing, although people are out there getting the vaccine, that's not what I'm saying, but you do have a lot of people who are in fear or or apprehensive or whatever. What do you think it, it contributes to, Michelle? And then I'll ask Reggie. Well, again, I think the reaction is a fear-based behavior. Reggie can support me on the fear-based part. The, these are people who are distrustful. And you know what? The government doesn't have a good track record. Uh, with some of the that they pulled uh, with the Tuskegee experiment, and but beyond yes. that, they did experiments on mentally retarded children in Detroit mm-hmm. at Ford Hospital. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been all kinds of stuff. The fact is mm-hmm. that this has more to do with being selfish than it has to do mm-hmm. with anything else. And the, mm-hmm. they don't understand. They, for whatever reason, their chosen ignorance does not 
give them the wherewithal to see that they have an impact. The inoculation mm-hmm. is really to help everybody, not just them, because the more everyone becomes immune to it, then the safer we all are. It's, you can't just mm-hmm. go hide in a corner somewhere and think this thing's not going to go get you. Uh, they just don't get it. Uh, I find I don't. I want to know the date when being stupid became uh, a. I really don't fashionable. Get it. When yeah. did stupid become fashionable? Mm-hmm. Fashionable yeah. when they thought that was a good thing. Who knows? I just fed up with the with incompetence. I'm tired of cleaning up other people's messes, and they have no connection. As you say, you. You talk about God and, and so on. They bring God down of more than God should be mentioned every five minutes. They mm-hmm. they hide behind that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I just have a problem with people who are ignorant. That's all. Mm-hmm. Reginald, your comments. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. When when did it become fashionable to be stupid? You know, and. And it, like it's okay. I, I, I think part of it is, um, you know, I, I know with with the polio vaccine that uh, uh, Doctor Salk uh, uh, developed, uh, you know, with polio and and this COVID being, you know, little two uh, definitely be two different things. So, um, oops, sorry, dropping dropping my phone here. Um, uh, so, you know, it, it, it has to be confronted. Um, you know, diff- differently. Um, but, but I think what a lot of the issue is, is with how the last person who was in the White House, how he attacked it, how he said it was a, it was, it was a joke. It was, it was um, not true. It was a hoax. Um, you know, you don't have to wear masks. You know, all of, all of those things down, downplaying it. And as if mm-hmm. it's something that doesn't, that didn't exist. Um, you know, they mm-hmm. said, well, after the election, you won't hear anything else about, about COVID. Really? You know, so, so I think it was this whole attack on it. You know, he said that it will magically go away. You know, what, di- what, mm-hmm. what disease or pandemic has magically gone away without, you know, medical science? you know, attacking it. So, and, and exactly. with, you know, the other things, um, you know, the Tuskegee Institute, you know, things like that, as, you know, Michelle said, there's, there's a lot of fear based in that. Tuskegee. And, um, yeah. and, and then it's so new, the, the medicine is so new, there hasn't been enough um, research in it. Cause I know just for myself now quickly, and just for myself, you know, I've gone back and forth. Will I, Will I not? Will I? Will I not? And it's, you know, going back to no, no, I'm not right now because I, I need to wait and see what, you know, research uh, comes down the pike in the next five, six, eight months or whatever. Months, things like that. Yes. Um, I, too, as I have discussed that I'm 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 going to uh, wait to see um, um, how it is, because there's um, a lot of talk. I have a lot of allergies there's a you know chatter that people who have allergies should not take it and this and that. 
Um, this was something that was also born out of um, uh, the person who shall be nameless administration. So I, I probably also have some trust issues with that. But also, you know, I, I know that people will say, well, you know, Jonas Salk started this back in 1952. Blah, 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 blah. However, when polio was the inception of polio, it was also um, um, as devastating it was very devastating and it was the most devastating at the time uh, when when uh, Jonas Salk uh, embarked on on coming up with a, um, uh, you know, a resolution um, uh, for this, uh, uh, you know, uh, polio virus. And it took him a few years and um, it was it was excellent at at doing that. And of course, other people did come behind him with the vaccine. But he was the um, initiator. The Tuskegee experiment, for all of those out there who don't know, is an experiment where the government um, put syphilis into black men. OK, and wanted to see how, how they reacted. It's also uh, for me, our original men and Michelle and my listeners, it's also in that same vein of uh, when um, um, our soldiers were in Vietnam and they um, dealt with that, had to deal with that or Agent Orange that they uh, did not know, um, um, you know, uh, anything about. But I, I, I'm a, I'm a little um, uh uh, you know, weary, leery or whatever. My my whole family is saying that, no, we're going to wait to see. And, um, you know, um, about how this uh, turns out, I hope that it's, it's good because we do need to have a sufficient and efficient, um, uh, vi- you know, virus, um, you know, deal, you know, something to deal with this virus because it is totally devastating. But also I want to mention Michelle and, um, uh, Reginald, that a whole lot of this could be curtailed if people would just do the right thing, you know, from the minimal basis of wearing a wearing a correct ma- uh, mask, not having your nose peeking out, having it down below your chin or not wearing one at all, you know, social distance further than six feet and minimizing your movement. Just doing that has proven to slow, greatly slow the spread of the virus. So the one thing right, but that just goes back to being selfish again. That's that's exactly exactly. It's exactly. That was the next thing that was going to come out of my mouth is that people are like, well, you know, I don't have time for this. I want to do what I have always done. Well, let me tell you, what you have always done is the is the reason that we are here right now. Wanting to go out and mingle and all of this, I know that you want to be with your families. You know, I love my family. Nobody loves their family more than I love family and this and that. But I have comments and I'm not selfish, as Michelle has, has brought up. OK, I'm going to move on because we're running, running down uh, with time. Thank you both for that conversation. Um, now, Arizona in particular has been called a hot spot in this country. And some, as we've said, uh, referred to it as a hot spot in the world. It is one of the smaller states in this nation, and yet the number of deaths and infections are off the chart and continue to rise. Now, this is, you know, on the level of what we just talked about. Do you feel that this state's governor, and I'll start with you, Reginald, is implementing proper mandates to diminish the horrendous effects of this virus for the people in the state? What do you feel needs to be done immediately to diminish these viral effects that are running rampant in the small state of Arizona? Yeah, I, I don't think he has done enough. I think he has, you know, 
follows um, the, the last person that was in the White House. He followed that that doctrine of, you know, we need to open up, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that. Uh, so no, I don't, I don't think he has done enough. I think there should be a complete lockdown, uh, probably for the mm-hmm. next three weeks or, or a month, you know, uh-huh. a complete lockdown and just the work that, that, that I do, you know, of, of having contact with, with people, uh, you know, mm-hmm. or DCS, you know, having contact with, with people, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, should not should not be. It should everything should be from a distance. Everything should be virtual. Every you, you know, mm-hmm. so so we mm-hmm. have to get this under control and and lock it down for the next month. You know, so these mm-hmm. numbers can go down because this is really sad. Yes, Dell, your comments, Doug Ducey was in lockstep with, uh, you know who, but, uh, uh-huh. he did, he did change, uh, and, and made more of an effort a few months ago. And I think what happens is that people need to, you know, they talk about people telling them what to do and this. They need to know this for themselves. I, I find mm-hmm. it so curious why it doesn't occur mm-hmm. to them to self-manage. Why does this have to be, they're like children that have no, no rules uh, of the house, you know. They just run mm-hmm. around crazy. I had two mm-hmm. men in their 60s stare me down, and I had to run into a store very quickly. I haven't been in this store since March. And I had two masks on and, and my gloves and whatever, and Mm-hmm. They looked at me like I was from another planet. Everybody else was in masks. But I don't understand where, where they say, is it magical thinking, I guess, that it's going to get sick? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, th- that's the thing, you know, um, Michelle and Reginald. And, um, you know, my brother and I have had sidebar comments about this Um uh, but, you know, people, you know, a lot of people think, oh, that's not going to happen to me until it happens to them or someone in their family. And in a lot of instances, unfortunately, it's too late. It's too late. And this governor has been in lockstep. You know, he he did shut this down. But then remember when, I don't know if you remember the um, uh, news uh, uh, broadcast, he said, well, I had a, uh, uh, when Pence came uh, to, to Arizona, he says, well, I, I had a conversation with the vice president. You know, so, there, there you go. And then from that then on, there, it, it was nothing. But my thing is this is is is, is it, it, it is selfishness. But then there's also it, um, Michelle, that for me is is also more than just selfishness, you know, more than just I don't care more than this. This is what I'm saying, that people are numb. They're lost. They just get up and they just get up and fix their coffee, tea or whatever, just do their routine and that's it. They don't care anything about themselves because that's where it starts. Because you can't give somebody something you ain't got. So if this uh, governor was a caring governor, this governor or anybody else that, that has that's, that's overseeing a state or, or mayor, whatever, for example, if they cared a lot about themselves, 
then there would not be selfishness. It would be dissipated because they would also be caring about others that they govern. You know, I mean, it's just, it's at the point now where it's, it's, I, I, you know, it, it, I shake my head, but I have to keep on going. And Michelle, and I understand what you're saying, you know, that, um, you know, you go into a store and and um, people do because, you know, well, we don't go into um, uh, uh, shopping centers and things like that, my husband and I. And then when we do go out, trust me, I am I am ready. Got my mask, got my, you know, wrapped sunglasses on, have my gloves on, you know, and um, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not messing around, you know, and I keep myself clean. I keep my house clean before we enter my home. We take our clothes off in the garage and then we enter the home and uh, scrub our bodies down and then continue on doing what it is that um, we need to do. Okay. I, I, I have a question. Uh, one more. I want to get another question in Reginald. Uh, Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris are now inaugurated. Thank you, Jesus. Now, aside from the executive orders that we talked about earlier in this program, what are three important things that you would like to see um, them accomplish immediately besides um, the executive orders that um, he's so, oh, I just love it. I'm a loss for words that he has implemented already. Reginald, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think one, and, and it has something to do with the, with the executive order, is, is, is getting uh, some financial help and, uh, and monies in, in, in the hands of people uh, where that money can be spent and goes into the economy, um, you know, because you get money in people's hands, they're not going to sit on it. They're going to spend that money on things that, that, that they need. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's going to help the economy there, um, going to help everyone all, all around. Um, again, back mm-hmm. to the executive order, I, you know, I have to think that's the second one that, um, you know, stopping the moratorium on, on eviction. You know, because people mm-hmm. definitely need that, and exactly, um, uh, and and working with the Congress, uh, with you know, for 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 just the, you know, just just the betterment of 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 the things that we need to do as a as a country, and and most of all, tackling what we need to do to tackle this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michelle, your comments. Well, one of the things I think this this whole virus thing has brought to bear is it shows where our weaknesses are. Um, Mm -hmm. I think when uh, Floyd was murdered, that sort of pulled the scab up the wound. People always knew it was there, but all of a sudden uh, other people, other than black people, just uh, said, whoa, what's going on here? You know, they they woke up. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to the fact that this that they didn't want to uh, give up the idea like, gee, we're not racist. Well, yeah, hello. Um, the, yeah. the idea that all of these things have come to bear. And mm-hmm. I would like to see a type of constitutional convention where some of the shenanigans that were pulled, that we plug those holes quickly. Before exactly. the next set of executives gets in there, we see we did a lot of this on a gentleman's agreement, 
because we figured mm-hmm. everybody was playing by the same rules, and that's yeah. not the case. Exactly. And I would exactly. Like to see that formalized. That's my mm-hmm. main concern. The, the the virus. First of all, I think the trust with the virus. This has been based on old. This technology has been growing and growing and growing. They don't always go back to square one. They've built on a lot of existing research and so on with previous viruses. So the fact that they got this going is a miracle, but they have been working research, that's what it is, for years. This is nothing new. I mean, the COVID is new, but they've had other COVID viruses. Viruses, so, yeah. Um, but the thing, but the thing yeah. is, is that this COVID-19 is delivered. Yeah, this this COVID, you know, we're running uh, out of time here. This COVID-19 is a whole total um um a different um a virus than than um you know the other viruses and I hear you what you're saying Michelle that th- that they have been doing the research and so forth and so on, but the extensive research that has not uh, has not been done with COVID nineteen. It's uh, I heard them. I, I read an article about a week ago uh, where they were um, uh, researching on the effects of the of the uh, of the vaccine on individuals who have um, been donated. Um, you know, who have uh, 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 kidneys and heart and things. They're looking at to see how that how how does that uh, uh, you know work with people. So these are the these are the things that that you know uh, that that I'm talking about. Uh, what what I would like to um, see just very very quick. What I would like to see is that I would like to see um, um, you know more of a vetting process. Um, um, wow, I got one minute. More of a vetting process with our our, our military. I understand that. They they are uh, have um, they are establishing a, a new vetting process. I was hearing this yesterday, and I would also like to see that um, um, in the in the um, uh, police um, organizations as well. Um, I would also like to see the children not going to school. I know this is a lot of people is well, I got to work and so forth and so on, but there needs to be something different. It's just way too much collaboration with the children and things like this going to school and they don't have um, all the safety measures um, that they need. And I also would like to see a shutdown of three weeks to a month for the entire uh, country. Thank you both for uh, joining me um, on this on this joyous, joyous uh, occasion. Every day is a birthday in my life, and I'm sure it's that way to you and others. And hats off to Anthony Fauci, um, uh, the chief medical advisor to uh, President Biden. Um, he uh, uh, is now working again with the World Health Organizations, and, um, and I am just ecstatic about uh, this going forward process that we have now. Thank you all for listening to me and my guests, uh, Michelle Kubis and Reginald Campbell. You both have a great day. You all have a great day. Be safe. Wear your mask, social distance. Wash your hands. Scrub your bodies. Be good to yourself and others. This is Tracy Keeves. Talk to you next month. Make it a great day. 